What's good, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. It's your partner, 91 Smoke, here on this beautiful Monday morning, April the 18th. As you can already see from the title of the episode, I got a great one for you. Got a good one, dog. We got my partner, One Will, man. I ain't gonna hold you too long on this intro, man. I met this brother a couple months ago, man. Just run into him from time to time, uh, different places. <laughs> run into him. Uh, and, uh, man, I'm just gonna tell you, bro. I gave this brother a couple of my lighters that I had made a couple months ago. Um, and I only got, like, two or three of them right now. I got one with me right now. I only got like two or three of them, probably four at the most um, of them left, man. I'm about to have some more out soon, um, so be looking out for that. My mother-in-law, um, she's going to make some for me. Uh, if you need something made around Tallahassee, too, I'll I, I set you straight, man. Send you her information. Even she mails stuff, but I send that out on my uh, post that, so be looking out for that. But my mother-in-law made some lighters for me, um, and I was passing them out, man. So I gave bro a couple of them just so he can have, man. I gave him a few. And, bro, um, this was a couple months ago, man. So, I know I only got a couple of them left. I know, you know, they should be out by ran out by now, man. But uh, a couple of days ago, I was searching on Facebook, man, just looking one uh one Monday morning. Just looking, man. And I saw a picture with, bro, at a concert uh from Tarif. Um, shout out Tarif Knockout, man. I saw him at a concert. My boy Enigma September had took a picture. And it was of the, uh, the dude one wheel, right? So, I look in his hand. And I see the lighter, the smoke screen lighter. And I'm like, man, nah. We had been chopping it up by the episode. I was telling I was preparing it. I was going to have it ready. But, you know, you just want to make sure the timing right. And I hit bro up. I said, yeah, the time right, man. I gave this brother a lighter a couple months ago, man. That shit should have been out by now. But bro still got it, man. And I, I really appreciate that, man. It just speaks to the how real bro is, dog. So I... I thought it would be Robert if I didn't introduce you to him, man, the smoke screen uh family to him, man. One will. You see I post his music all the time, man. I'm always vibing to it, bro, because it's got a nice it's got a, it's perfect Florida music, man. We talk about an episode, man. But such a great episode, dog. Um and before I get off, man, we get you into the episode. Just wanna let you know, man, if you looking for any type of any type of products far as uh vitamins um energy drinks uh cleaning supplies hygiene hit up my boy thomas at holding h-o-l-d-i-n underscore hands h-a-n-d-s and shop with him dog at his store man i promise you you order you order today's monday you order today you'll have it by you might have it by friday real talk at least by next by monday you're gonna have your stuff man it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be right man get you some of them gummies man i i I got to order me some, oh, man, put you to sleep, dog. Good stuff, man. But shout with my boy Thomas, man, at Holden, H-O-L-D-I-N, underscore hands, H-A-N-D-S. Make sure you shop with him, man. Um, And also, man, check out, check out my folks at Nature's Garden, man. You see me. You see B, dog. You see smoke. You know my fade be popping, man, nice and shiny, man. It's only one product I use um, as far as oil products I use on my hair, man, and that's Nature. 
N, the number eight, T-U-R-E underscore garden, G-A-R-D-E-N. That's Nature Garden. Shot with them, man. I promise you, dog. I promise you, man. And speaking of fades, go get your hair cut, man, at the best barbershop, man, in Tallahassee, man. The best barbershop, man. Go get your hair cut over that faded twist, man. Let Shay cut you up, dog. I promise you, man. I promise you, dog. I just had to let that out, man. I know y'all be seeing the the skin popping and glistening, dog. I just want to let y'all know how how it how it get how it came to be by using these products that I just uh told you about right there, man. But as here goes a great episode, man. I ain't gonna hold you too much longer. Let's go ahead and end out this April off perfect, man. Me and my wife fifth anniversary coming up. We gonna might have her on the episode if she if she bought it, man. It might have her on the episode talking her dumb junk, man. Um, sooner then my mom retiring might have her on the episode. And boy, I promise you, I got a great one for you next Monday. We ain't even recorded it, but I know it's gonna be a good one, man. So keep checking me out, man. Smoke Screen Podcast, uh, digging in the ashtray. Keep checking out the Aftermath Podcast, me and T doing that, dog. And just checking out everything we got going, man. Respecting our hoop this, dog. Respecting our hoop this, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Here go a great episode featuring One Will, man. I promise you, bro. I promise you, bro. One Will on the week. Just listen to his music on the weekend, right? Just drive. If you ain't tell us, just drive around the coast. Drive to the coast real quick. And just play his song, man. If wherever you at, bro, just drive to your nearest beach and just play his music on your way there, dog. And take the scenic route. All right, take the scenic route, man. That's another great episode, man. I got for you, dog. Appreciate y'all once again. Appreciate y'all for sticking with me, man. Appreciate y'all for real, dog. Love y'all, man. y'all welcome back man welcome back dog i told you i got a great episode today man got a good one for you dog i got my dog man one will man that's one o-n-e dot will dog one will man let the people know about you man what's good everybody what's good you feel me one will in here cool individuals only cool niggas only y'all know how it is man we just out here living keeping it fly keeping the white tees white you know pinkies up Hey, for real, dog. Yeah, I get that intro. Five pinky, five pinkies, dog. Five pinkies, right? <laughs> we gonna we gonna get to the food critic a little later on, man. Will, dog. How was your weekend, bro? Man, your birthday was this uh last couple uh last weekend. How was your weekend, man? Shit, my weekend was good, man. My birthday was on just yesterday, man. Yeah. Fact. and um, it it was real good, man. Like had a good time. Um. The weather was weird. Like the sun was out, but it was cold one day, you know. Then the next day on my birthday, like the sun was out and it was hot as fuck, you know, that Florida shit. But it was just a beautiful weekend, man. I was real grateful, real thankful. What you got into? Shit, man. We was just on some fly shit. You know, went to Hotel Duval, 
bought it in like that. Had a couple drinks on. My dog, Tariq, shouts out to Tariq. Yeah, you know, yeah. when I seen him perform, he was at the own Word of South. He killed it, did his thing. And what that was, shoot, we had brunch at Charlie Park on that new spot that look over the Cascade. It's Cascade Park in the city, real mm-hmm. nice. And then shit, to be real with you, man, today, shoot, I had did some shrooms and I was just on the grill cooling. Well, I see. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> And let me tell you, bro. Let me this is gonna be a good episode. Now, let me tell you, I see, I see you post that. I said, Oh shit, bro. Hey, we when you had hit me up, was like, yo, yo. I was like, oh damn, he he for the he for the pull out. Oh no, no, we went on the trip. We 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 tripping, man. We good though. Yeah, yeah, man. I bro, I be be wanting to try that, but but I had a had a homeboy talking about he was gonna sell it, dog. He had them in the back of his car, and it was in the middle of the summer. And I'm like, man, I know the things got fungus or something on it, bro. And it was raining, and so ever since then, I was like, bro, I don't know too much if I want to try try that junk like that. But shit, mine's on. Um, mine's was a piece of chocolate. Now I heard about yeah. that. I heard about yeah, that, man. My my wife be having uh, we was drinking like she had a little mixture, you know, you could buy from the store the shroom tea. And stuff and mix that in the in the tea. So I'm like, man, if they selling that in the stoves, then it's only a time for they. I see a lot of reports coming out about the um the site the uh, the good effects that uh, shrooms and stuff, the right shrooms and yeah, stuff. Especially can do micro, for you. especially microdosing, mm-hmm. like microdosing on. Yeah, I think that's gonna be the next wave as far as like medicine. That's crazy though, cause that ain't nothing but just going back. To what the original medicine was, though. So, which, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is crazy. They just found a way to, to tax it. Found a way to tax it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, dog. But uh, man, let the folks know about you, bro. Let the folks know about you, man. For sure, man. You know, one will. You know, I only let certain people call me William. Um. Shit, young food critic, you know, I critique dishes. And I'm just a guy that just be out here living. And um, I like to express my life through my art and my artist music. And, you know, I just like to really create them vibes and just show people, you know, that it's more than life than what you really see. And you just got to enjoy this shit. So I think that's, you know, that's who I am, man. Somebody's just out here enjoying this shit. So, what was Young One Wheel like? What you was into? Believe it or not, I was damn near an amateur pro skateboarder. That's what I was into. Word. I was into like, yeah, man. Like, shit, I got hella decks right with me right now. <laughs> like, that was my that was my thing. Like, um, it, it kept me out of trouble. You know, you bored and young. Shit, what I was on, you know, you just end up being in trouble. And it just kept me out of trouble, kept me active, taught me discipline low key. And shit, that's what that's what young Will was on. I was just hardcore. That shit Still really, that shit really teach you to keep going. Like, cause you know, you be doing trying to do a trick. Don't nobody get a trick on the first try. What? Be busting your ass. That was wrong with me now, but ass hurt. <laughs> 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 For real, man. Oh man, 
Wow, that that's always been something I thought about. What was more, what's more uh, like not not dangerous, but kind of dangerous? The skateboard or the roller skates? Shit, I would say the roller skates, just because like on a skateboard we would bail sometimes. Like yeah, if we knew we weren't going to land the trick, or we might be positioned the way we can kick the board and like land on our feet. But them roller skates. But yeah, land on your feet, you're rolling. <laughs> For real, boy. Hey, man, I see the... That's just funny, dog. It's just funny because I see the video. I mean, I follow this page on Twitter. Um, and they show a whole bunch of like uh, like old like old black films. And it was some, it was a, a lot a lot of black kids riding around on the skates, right? Back in the, like the 50s and 60s. And they had the little the little like cork at the at the top for them to stop. Yeah. And a lot of them was just sitting there walking on the on the tips on the little court and stopping. I'm like, dang dog. But that is that is something. Cause boy, if you if you can't put that foot down quick enough, nah, you gonna it's only one way. Either you're gonna stop yourself or you just gonna fall. Yeah, man. Was you in skate world heavy? Nah, I mean, as a youngin, mm-hmm. yeah, like going there, like on field trips. But nah, I wasn't into that. My big brother, um, he was into that. That nigga was on that roll bounce shit, he was going out there doing splits and shit, just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I couldn't do none of that, but yeah, it's, it was it a skate park around here? Yeah, it was one out there. Um, it's called like Messer Park. Out there, like by the by the fields or some shit. Yeah, I know the BMX. But we really, track. we really went on the skate park tip though. We was more so like, I was a street skater, and street skaters, <clears throat> you really didn't go in the air much. As far as like the ramps, like half pipes, quarter pipes, we was on like stairs, rails, and flat ground. So we was on college campuses. Like, I can't tell you how many times we had to run from security, like on FSU campus. Uh, we really didn't like we really didn't like skating fam you can't it's just because like their sidewalks and stuff was like too rocky like, yeah it was like rocky i was about to ask you did you ever try to go down that them stairs at fam you going down to the track that them them long stairs that go yeah. down yeah that's, to the called, track? that's called the big that's called the big nine bro i'm telling you bro like this, that skating shit was real like different landmarks was like they had different names and that shit was called the Big Nine. Anybody Big ever ass. did that? Oh, yeah. That was something like if you were skating in town, that was something like you attempted to, like, you know, do. You either did it or you didn't. It was basically a nine-foot drop. I think it was anywhere from, like, 10 to 15 stairs or something like that. Now, we need somebody nine. to pull some film up on that. I got to see somebody trying that, dog. Yeah, bro. Nine-foot <laughs> drop. Big Nine. That's Ooh. like Facebook page. Cause bro, if you if I gotta try to find that on YouTube or something, dog. Cause if it ain't usually no, usually if you if you try to grind the rail, then you can the you know it's room on the side to just jump off, but it ain't no stairs right there. Yeah, it was just more so jump. It was more so jumping that. I don't think they was grinding that. Right. It was like just clearing it. Clear- yeah, but them, oh. them rail them rails were real close. Like yeah, if you was to grind that, you could do like a tail slide or like a, a nose grind or something but a whole like board <laughs> slide or something yeah. like that nah the, 50, you, 50. Who, who's your favorite skateboarder believe it or not it, it was Rodney Muller and Terry Kennedy 
You you know any of them guys? Terry Kennedy, because he used to be with Currency back in the day. Yeah, Fly Society. Yeah. Like, I remember you know what's yeah, funny? I, I got a Fly Society <laughs> shirt in my <laughs> in my uh in my uh in my drawer right now. Yeah, I got a few on too. Yeah. The, the yeah, bro. Like <laughs> I fuck with on I fuck with Rodney Mullen because he was so old and in the skating, and everybody was on Tony Hawk, but like Rodney Mullen really like crafted the culture of skating and he created a lot of them tricks like when your board was flipping and shit like i ain't gonna say he created the kick flip heel flip all that shit but niggas weren't really doing that until he was doing it and he just knew the board like he could y'all just watch some footage of rodney mullen and y'all will see what i'm talking about like it's like a it's like a symphony with him skating and terry kennedy it was just inspirational because you weren't really seeing no black people out there doing their thing and if they was, you know, they were like, you know, hardcore skater. But Terry Kennedy was like South Central Long Beach Compton, you know what I'm saying? Skater. Yeah. And, and that shit was cool. Like, and I just, that shit inspired me, you know, wearing the ice creams, wearing the BBC. You know, I was, I was young trying to be like them boys, skating like them boys. Like, shit was crazy. Man. Was you, was you, now where was you getting your, uh, your ice creams. Was you in the babes too? Yeah, I was in all that, bro. I, had, I, had, I Where first you was got getting on, your babes from? I got a brother named Casanova. Shouts out to Casanova, man. He got me like real fly. He taught me how to be fly. And um, he would basically go up to New York and come back with it, you know. Little bro, I'm going up here because he was fly. He was on that shit. And he would always go to New York. So he would actually be able to go to the babe store that was up there. Because around this time, people wasn't, like, really, like, you know, you really didn't know about stuff like that because social media wasn't really, like, progressed how it is today. It was on something like, if you know, you know. And you seen Wayne with it on, on uh, yep. you seen him in a video or some some shit. And mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say the endo, dog. That's what. <laughs> it was. If you're from the Indo, it wasn't real. Yeah, it wasn't real. That's why I was getting a lot of my <laughs> them forces in, back in the day, <laughs> Shit, my shit was coming in like action fit boxes yeah. and um, see, yeah, that was a real boxes. shit. But what's crazy is I would have on the BBC hoodies, and people in my middle school would have the same hoodie and be looking at me crazy. And I'm like, damn, why your diamond on <laughs> why your diamond got four sides, nigga? Let me chill. Man, that 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 was a time, dog, back in the day when you 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 could get a shirt with a with, with, with some dices on it and wear it or some with a skull and then, you know them, them ice creams was hard though low key mm -hmm. them little hard low key dog there was a nice low cut I like a I, I like a nice no cut shoe dog no cut yeah the ankles yeah, out I like a little bit dog yeah yeah I like them ice creams they was real they was real comfortable to skate in I tell you that but it was just so nice and so expensive that I ain't like I ain't like to skate in them. So dunks, those were better to you used to fuck with the dunks to skate in? I was fucking with SB dunks. All right, yeah, all right. But um that was another shoe that was kind of too nice to skate. Them shits was just hard. Like the, the the type of skater I was, bro, like I had a pair of shoes I skated in my book bag. You know, I would ride my board with whatever shoes I was wearing. But when it was time to like really get down and do shit, because you know that that grip tape, that shit like sandpaper. 
That shit yeah. put holes in the shoes. You know what I'm saying? Pinky toe be hanging out and shit. Like, can't be fucking up the baits. <laughs> now, was, was, was you good with the, the skateboard decks back in elementary school? The, the you mean decks? like the little, the little, the little yeah, the, yeah, the little tech deck shit. Nah, bro, I sucked at them shit. So yeah, I just, too. I just, I just started playing with them shits like a year ago. Like, I probably just learned how to make island. It's weird, but I be watching, I be watching YouTube and like they be having full live finger skate parts. <laughs> like, niggas be out here skating for real on the fingers, boy. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's funny too, cause uh, I be seeing like it's crazy. I be seeing like it's uh, seeing you was talking about Terry Kennedy. I be seeing like young black kids uh doing the not the not the dang uh what the the scooters, bro, and flipping on the scooters at like the at the ramps at the skate parks, flipping and jumping. Like God, dog, bro, we so dang talented, dog. Yeah, bro, they be how you flip on a scooter, razor, bro. I ain't even know things built for all that, but I be seeing yeah. them kids. Maybe that's a new sport right there. Probably something been going on, you know. We could do anything, man. Yeah, for real, dog. For real, man. Is you is you uh you get out there in the, when you go when you're gonna talk about it a little later when you hit the coast, you go out in the ocean, you good with the surfboard? Nah, bro, I don't really like the ocean like that. <laughs> I like I like I like looking at the ocean. Like I don't I don't even like going on the beach, bro. Like if if my balcony is overlooking the sand and the water, that's you good perfect. with that. Yeah, like if the bar, yeah. Oh, like my girl, like going out in the water and shit. I ain't. I'm good. Nah. <laughs> sand be hot. Yeah, dog. You get out there in the water. Them things coming closer and closer to the shore. They don't care about nothing. They don't know how to stop. You out there uh, in their territory, then. But I wouldn't mind trying. Um, do that little skimboard shit. I just feel like I might fall along the coast. Like every do yeah. it, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that that do sound pretty cool. How it, it be looking cool? How they do it? Just run and slide and slide across that bit. Yeah, yeah, man, dog. That that went. <laughs> that was a good. That's a good <laughs> intro, dog. <laughs> that's a good yeah. intro, man. But musically, dog, who was your uh, who was your go to growing up listening to? Like growing up, yeah, shit, spitter, real deal, man. I can't, I can't tell you a time I wasn't listening to that guy. Duh. So, you, so you was early on spitter. Earlier, early. I'm talking about like masterpiece spitter, like mm. early, like currency, currency, the hot spitter, like when you had to say the whole name. You know, currency. What 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 bought you on to currency? What bought you on? Actually, that shit. To be real with you, man, it was um the furthest thing I could remember is there was like a um freestyle of like Master P and the whole No Limit, mm-hmm. and I kind of knew who Fiend was, and then um shit when currency started rapping. It just stood out, like, from what he was saying. He was a little all over the place. I mean, you know, they was just rapping no beat. He was all over the place. 
but I could see everything he was saying. Same, like, yeah. like, like I, like I was there. Like, I don't even remember what that nigga was rapping about, bro. But I saw all that shit, and it was just cool. And I was just like, damn, like, I ain't never really witnessed a rapper with imagery like that. You know, that was the first rapper I ever came across like that. That that, that could put you there in that moment with him, like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, man, and I'm like, man, he just, he just running on in the sentence. Oh, he just talking, but it's rhyming. It just sounded so like authentic, like, like that shit was supposed to happen, you know? It did I happen. I ain't gonna lie, before every episode I do, um, the episodes I do when I'm just on the episode, I uh before every episode, I listen to I listen to 85 South Show, the episode they got when they in the studio. Um, but then the other thing I listen to is is currency and Rick Ross and Mugello Red, dog. Cause currency whole verse in that bit, dog. You can just sit back and tell that new album he can he came out with, um, Continuous, I think the name of it. Mm-hmm. That bit, dog. Just you just sit back and just close your eyes, just play that bit, like you in the room with him, dog. I'm I'm re- I'm waiting for that Jermaine Dupri album, dog. That's one I'm waiting for, but I know he got that one tucked off. Yeah, that one that one seems like it's gonna be pretty cool. I love seeing um him work with like producers that's been in the game for a while, producers that can really like produce a sound, you know, should be cool. I like how too um the producers that he he's used throughout all his time, they've grown just as much as he's grown too. So they haven't they're not sticking to the same beat. They as he's his lyrics are getting better, their beats are getting better. So uh, that's a good good group he got around the dog. I like that that one scene he got uh before the song where he talk about his homeboy telling him that he need to go back in the booth because I think you said that too on one of your songs about your homeboy telling you uh to go back in. Thank you to straighten something up real quick, get you right back on the right path. And sometimes you yeah. need that. you need them people around you. That's that's one thing that it, it, your music kind of reflect that dog. And, and with you dog, you could tell. That you got some good folks around you, dog. Cause it every every mixtape tape you drop, every album you drop, it's the same sound almost, but the sound get a little better each album. And then the message is the same message, dog. But the message is getting a little bit stronger because the beats a little better, dog. So I know you yeah, got man. some good people around you. If you want to talk about oh, yeah. that real quick, how long your people been around you? You you had your group for a while. Yeah, man. My own <clears throat> my circle. It's really the definition of day ones. Like my nigga Rome, shouts out to Rome. You know, he produced, um, he been producing a lot. We've been working a lot. He produced everything from like OG Vibes to Villa Siena. Um, produced a lot of shit, man. And we've been together since like sixth grade. <laughs> he used to beat on the lockers at Griffin Middle School. And I come kick some fly real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how long me and him been kicking in. And then my dog, Lawrence, um, he really behind the scenes guy. Shit, I'm going to say probably since, like, 08. You know, we used to skateboard together. And then he always knew I could rap. And he just saw the vision. And he always would compliment it and help me, you know, create shit. And then, um, shoot, like, everybody else, as far as, like, <clears throat> My homegirl, Jazz, you know, she used to take a lot of my pictures, a lot of my own photography. 
my girl do a lot of the digital work, a lot of logo designs. So yeah, man, like been around forever. Definition of day one, it's for real. Yeah, so at what age did you get the music itch to get in and start doing music? Shit. <clears throat> I think I was like 14, 15. I was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Take it back, probably 16. Almost got a record deal from a talent show. <clears throat> Just from like rapping in the hallway. Wrote a verse, almost got a record deal. Shit ain't go through because the business went all right. You know, we was young, we didn't understand that shit. And um, that really made me like, it's to make music and just stop rapping and like get in the studio. I think I was in the studio the next day because we always had access to a studio, just going there and play around the practice for like, you know, rapping in school and performing for like talent shows. But so you're probably like 15 and 16. I got you. Uh, was the vision that you had then, is it the same that you got now? Did you know that you was going to be doing this right now and, and taking it as far as you have, bro, because, bro, your music, we, we keep talking about it, dog, but have it, it's been the same uh, vision or has it changed or anything? Or did you see that you'll be this far in it right now? The vision, <clears throat> the vision is definitely the same. It's always going to be the same, which is to do it my way. You know what I'm saying? Um, honestly, shit, I knew I would be this far you know, I didn't know I would have this much fun doing it or learn this much doing it. Didn't know it would be this hard, but I knew I would be here because, man, I go, I dream about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, shit, <laughs> I didn't met people, you know, for certain reasons. I didn't get on stages with certain people. So I just feel like this definitely was supposed to happen and I knew this was going to happen. And I'm I'm proud of where it's at so far, but it's definitely not easy. At at the start, at the beginning of it, what what was your gut telling you in the beginning? Starting out, you just like everybody else. That my gut was telling me, you just like everybody else. How you how you fight that dog? Shit, you fight your gut all the time. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's good. But I knew just what I was destined to do. Like shit, everybody was rapping. Shit, I had always been rapping. It's all about longevity. And I just knew like, you know, sooner or later people would see that I'm not like everybody else. And then my gut would stop telling me that. My gut then started telling me to keep going. I had to change that whole mindset, you know? Hey, everybody doing it, but ain't nobody doing me. Bro, that's my favorite line, though. I've been waiting to say that one. <laughs> I've been I waiting gonna, to say that one. I was going to transition into it. But, yeah, that's real shit, man, because, like, everybody was doing it, and that shit was, like, affecting me, you know? Like, damn. Oh, yeah, what you do? Oh, I rap. Damn, everybody rapping. And it's like, you know, over time, that shit is speak for itself. Ain't even gonna lie, bro. I ain't, I ain't even gonna front with you, man. I, was, I told you it's gonna be a great, great episode. It's been a great episode, man. Uh, dog, you, you know that uh, you, we had talked the other day when my car and shit had happened. 
So yeah. you know, I've I've been because I had took a break from doing the, the podcast and because hey, I was like, man, it's a lot of people doing it, dog. Like uh, you just another number. Like, you know, you, you find somebody in 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 in, in Boomfuck, Oklahoma, they doing a the podcast. And in this place, they doing a the podcast, but then bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. We had that conversation. You was talking about you was telling me that you had an album or uh, you was getting ready uh to put your album out. And uh, everything, and you was talking about the process that you that you take, and I was like, "Damn, dog!" And I started listening. I went back and rolled your music back. And I was like, "Damn, dog!" Everybody doing it, but ain't nobody doing me, dog. For real, and man. I was like, bro, that's the really line right there, dog. That's the realest line. That's when I hit you. I was like, bro, yeah, we gonna do this episode. I got you, bro. We gonna go ahead and, and do this shit, dog. That shit refreshing, ain't it, man? Yeah, bro. It's so it's so exquisite, dog. It's so exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> Real, so bro. Bro, uh, bro, um, now, bro, man, you been a, uh, you been around the state, dog. You been around the state touring, man. What, 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 what have you been? Tell the people like, where have you been? Your tour stops. I done been Atlanta, shit, Gainesville, Tallahassee, Pensacola, um, Tampa, Orlando, Miami, shit. Really, shit, really all over Florida. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's why I've been. What, what city is the coolest? Uh, the coolest city to be in. To be in? Yeah, like do your show <laughs> in. To be real with you, man. Shit, I I love, I love doing shows like in either Gainesville or Miami. What what like, about what about Gainesville? Make it look for you. Games is just cool because it wouldn't feel like home. Like it, it's just cool, like being recognized for something you do somewhere else. And yeah. anywhere, anywhere I'm at in Gainesville, they they know what's up. Oh, one was good. CNO was good. You know, can I get a pick? Bro, I love this. You know what I'm saying? They know when I'm in town, I'm doing something, and they're like eager to come, whether they heard about it or they didn't hear about it, and just to like you know, brighten up other people day on some like Brian from here type shit, but they like what I'm bringing to their city. Like, it should be cool, man. Yeah, dog, man. I be, my, my family down there in Gainesville, so I be be down there a lot, down there a lot too. Down oh, yeah, there, man. You, you ever hit any of the food spots on there? Come on, man. I stay eating there, man. Like, when I'm there off rip, I'm always going to hit Brothers Cookies, bro. Like, All right. I love their cookies. Shouts out to brothers. We're gonna pull up. And I'm definitely like at Swamp Religion Food Truck. Uh-huh. I like that little sauce. It's like a little horseradish they give you with the shrimp. You know what I'm saying? I love that. And then um shoot, most of the time I, I do gator dock side, you know, as long as they don't put avocado on my shit, because I almost died. <laughs> Cause I'm a I'm allergic to avocado. And um, I told them no avocado. They put it on my tacos and then your boy almost ain't make it to the show. Shit, uh, see, it used to be a place. Uh, they still there. Uh, reggae shack. If you like like Jamaican food, but they're not as good as they used to be. I used I used to go to Southern Charm Kitchen. On yeah, some soul food, vegetarian shit. But I pulled up one day and it was a whole different spot. Yeah, they they either be like management change or it be changing up around there. Oh, uh, yeah, we be um we be going to, we be going down to uh, what's that uh cheese you know cheesecake factory over there so we be over over that way now so they got that out there 
Um, oh yeah, man, I'm trying to hit that dang uh Spurrier. Spurrier got a restaurant out there, but you gotta now you gotta have reservations for that bit. So if you in the yeah, town. That's my type of vibe, boy. Yeah, yeah, dog. I got it. Damn, we're gonna talk after this about Hotel Duval, bro. Cause I need to figure out how how I get my Bel Air bottle up in, in Hotel Duval. <laughs> do, I do I ask them for the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick, like two seconds. Let me grab this charger. I got you. Yeah, bro. So, how you get the bottle in the hotel Duval, dog? Real quick, then we move on, man. You are are the bottle already there, dog? The Bella. Damn, man. I um, when this was, we just talking about an exquisite video or something. Yeah, I think that was the video. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So what that was, um, well, when we bought it ourselves, bro, my dog had got that for my birthday. I shot exquisite video on my birthday last year, and then my man, like you know presented me the bottle and shit the camera was rolling so i had to hold that bit like the host you know i just went yeah yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> but yeah i, I ain't i ain't even bust that bit open bro it's just decoration that shit man i got a gold bottle in the refrigerator just been sitting i ain't drunk bust open yet dog so i, I can feel you on that man but <clears throat> dog can you talk about the process when you picking like a city to do a tour in, or do you just your manager just uh have the dates for you? Well shit. To be real with you, man, it's just like we do this shit out of pocket. We sit down with the team and um, you know, we just figure out what places we want to book. And that's really the process. We we got like the stats, you know, we see what city's fucking with us. What cities we got connections in, and you know, we just reach out and make it happen. It's you in, a, you into that stat reading? Um, a little bit, you know. It, it it come in handy. It never, it's never really like pointing me in the wrong direction. Any move I've made off of it, mm-hmm. it's been beneficial. Yeah, so you sit back and read your own stats sometimes, like your Google stats and and your YouTube stats and and all that. And yeah, I try to, I try to, I try to make it my business, but they email that shit to me once a week, so. You know, I ain't got no choice but to look at it. And that's also how I knew, you know, I had a huge overseas following. Like, man, people overseas really fuck with the kid. I done did some work with a few people overseas. Shouts out to, you know, Al De Niro. That's my dog. That's my family. Donnie Serrano, you know. My boys out there in Italy doing their thing. And um, they flew over here. And we shot a video in the city. And it was pretty dope. I got on, um, you know, some graphic designers over there. Shouts out to Lee Lab, you know. Shouts out to all of them. They be making my art looking good, and they overseas, and they just be running my shit on the airwaves, you know, running my shit at the shows on the podcast. I was on my way over there before COVID, but you know how that go. Yeah. Definitely trying, definitely trying to get over there right now. But like I said, man, them like the analytics, like they never steered me the wrong way. But I think, um, you know, um, you was talking about COVID. Did COVID hurt you a lot? Like, did it hit you? Hit you hard? Or just it made you step back? And you, 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 you aimed another way. You aimed at another target. Yeah, you answered it <laughs> for real. I thought it hit me hard. It just turned me into a, a different person. Turned me into, you know, a a real like strategic person. 
you know, like if one way don't happen, if one way don't work out, you know, shit, you gotta have, you gotta have a whole nother way. You gotta keep going. It's, do you do you forget that way that you that didn't happen, or do you do you forget it, or do you you tuck it away and just say I'm gonna go back in, perfect that, tune that up, because I know that way yeah, is gonna work some way. Yeah, just go back and tune it up, man. I mean, it's like a car, like you know, some shit break down, but that bitch still running. You know, some stuff don't be running to its full potential. You know, something else might be a little ragged to fix that up real quick. You know, just to keep it going. Man, you speaking of saying? cars, man, dog, what is a great episode, my brother? What, what the car? Let the people know about you fixing up your car, man. Because I, I see it, dog, like piece it. by piece, bro. I see, I see it, man. That's how it's yeah, supposed man. to go, bro. Yeah, man, that's my baby. Um, that's my baby Sally. That actually was my oh shit. That was my first car I ever bought, and um, I always kept it. What year and, it is, um, dog? It's a 92 Accord five speed, you know what I'm saying? I'm slight. <laughs> Man, I had a 95 four runner, dog, and I sold that bit as soon as I got my Impala, dog. And I'm like, man, I should have sold it, bro. Because your first yeah, car, you're supposed to keep that bit forever. Bro, my people, that bit used to break down every other day. Bro, you <laughs> that car. Bro, go ahead and get something else, bro. Like, nah, man. Oh, smoke fixing finally- it, then it do. <laughs> And then finally, like, finally it had to put me down. And, um, you know, I was trying to elevate with the shows, with the business, just with everything. So, you know, the the music money I was making, I was stacking. And I had got something reliable, something nice. And then, shoot, I was just traveling. And then, shoot, finally, like, when the world shut down, I had time to, you know, do what I wanted to do. And I always wanted to have something fly just to, you know, go to the corner store and I don't drive that bit. I don't drive Sally nowhere. I crank her up. You know what I'm saying? Like I be polishing her down, and they would be like, "Oh, where you going?" Oh, that bro. I might, I, I might go get some blunts. That's about it. Hey man, dog. I'm trying to get my grandma a '95 Cadillac, dog, just to do that same thing right there. Um, yeah, my man. wife was like, "Where you gonna go in and nowhere?" Nowhere. No, crank it up, man. I don't need no man. It's a nice, bro. Fam, you and FSU got three, like three or four games where they play in the city this year. So you know the city finna be lit, bro. Just ride, just cruise through, man. And man, come on, man. And I, I see you with the rims, bro. I'm like, oh shit, though. That really what made me really want to say I need to get this Cadillac and put some shit in that bit, dog. And I didn't did some major work, like yeah. I rebuilt the whole car, like rebuilt the suspension. Um, well, actually, the suspension brand new, True Heart suspension, lowered her, lowered her about two inches because she was sitting tall, and um, you know, campered the wheels. I don't know if you know about that camper shit, but when the wheels be like squatting, like kind of yeah. poking, like sideways. Head. Yeah, I like that shit. So I got a camper. I noticed. You know, I noticed that on it. I, I noticed that. Did, on it. did a lot of motor work. A lot of music work, you know. You hands on with it? Yeah, man. Like, shoot, me and my homie Thomas, like, shit. You know, he just be helping me, like, with the knowledge. And we got the tools and we just do it. And, you know, the certain stuff that I ain't confident to do or I ain't got no fucking business doing it, you know, it's shops. (laughs) It's shops that specialize in it. Like, I had to get the alignment because with the wheels like that, Man, the steering wheel was upside down, and that bit was going straight. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, damn, bro, 
I had to go to a special shop to get it in line, but you know, we good now. Good shit, dog. Good shit. What else you got? It. What else you gonna do to it? You gonna do anything else? Well, um, I probably get that um exhaust system soon. You know, I got some DC headers on the way. Have it sounding real good. I wanted to um put a whole new motor in it, but we gonna see. We gonna see how this album do. <laughs> Oh, bro, them, um, I need that when we get off. I need to get them tent people information from you because that, that, oh, yeah. that, uh, that, that tent, dog, that tent, bro, that's that's some, yeah, that's, that's, some that's some clean tent, bro. Yeah, bro, I, I got them five percent ceramics. You know, y'all don't don't be like me. You know, I got like the 10 percent on the own windshield, five percent strip, you know. <laughs> don't do what I do, please. Hey, because I was looking, I was like, man, that shit dark, but I don't know if I could do that shit, though. They're going to pull me over real quick. They ain't going to pull you over, but yeah, don't do it. But I mean, regardless, regardless, my people will get you right. I got you. I got you, because that bit is clean, man. But dog, Appreciate man, uh, not only are you a, a car enthusiast, dog, but also let the people know about the food credit, man, young food credit. Young food critic, man. You know what I'm saying. I will critique your dish. I like to go to all um, restaurants and eat good. And basically, young food critic is like, you know, why spend my money if I'm not satisfied? Or since I'm spending my money, I would like something, you know, that would satisfy me. You know, you ain't got to pay for nothing you don't like. Just simple as that. And one thing about me. I would always go out to eat and just complain about mm-hmm. something or not necessarily complain, just try to like critique it. Like, you know, maybe they could have laid out the salt, you know, they could have fried it a little longer or the, this seafood should have been fresh and not farm raised. And so somebody was like, yo, man, you should, you should do food reviews. And you can taste that. The farm raising, you can taste the farm raising fresh, the difference. I can see it. If you could, if you could see it, I think you could taste it. But yeah, I could definitely taste it, definitely. And what what the difference in the look is? A lot of farm raised stuff is like red, like already cooked. Yeah, it just look it just looked too good to be true. Like red and pink. Yeah. Because like I seen, I was watching. I told you I do my research. I was watching the. The one where uh you was at because I said I think god dang I, I said I need to go there. That hot the hot like the hot it was like the you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the hot pot. Yeah, the hot pot. I saw the shrimp and the, so the shrimp that that's that color, that's that's fresh. Yeah. Shrimp. All right. I mean, yeah, I mean you know, depending on if it's cooked or not, but a lot of times if it's sitting there and if if you know it's raw and it's red, it's definitely like farm raised or pre-cooked farm raised. You know, yeah, man. But uh, what's what's the best food spots in Tallahassee? Y'all, the local spots. Shrimp man for president, man. If y'all need that shrimp, go to Fish and Chicks. I think that been on like Blountstown Road and Tharp Street, some shit like that. You know, go to him get some shrimp. You know, I like um, <laughs> I like Harris. Harris is pretty good. Oh. I recently had to send a plate back at Harry's, though, young food for it, you know. But the manager bought me a nice front basket out, fresh out the grease. You know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, what I brother, did. I got the. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I got a Harris gift card right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Harris, where it's at. I like the, I like the bread they give you in the home. Um, it's like a sour cream and onion. Mm-hmm. But, like, believe it or not, I got a track called Young Food Critics. And it's about my, I think, like, my first time going to Harris. That shit kind of, like, kicked everything off. Here's here's a nice little it's a nice little vibe though like especially eating outside it's a nice day outside man it's it's nice at Harry's yeah, that's man, one of nice. tally tally great spots man yeah man nice little nice little oyster po' boy for lunch you know yeah yeah you be in the kitchen with it too oh yeah man be in the kitchen with it. Then certified sous chef, you know what I'm saying? I was just on the I was just on the grill earlier. Had grilled some um I grilled I grilled some red snappers, some salmon, some shrimp, um, some turkey burgers. Shit was pretty good. Damn dog. So how how you did the red snapper? Shit, I had um what it was. I um I had frozen, so I had to thaw it out. And um, mm-hmm. I just put a nice little marinade on it while it was thawing out. You know, you gotta over season it because that's that shit got like a fish real fishy taste, the red snapper and the um salmon. And then I just put it in like a nice pan, <laughs> you know, and put that shit on the grill. I was pra- I was practicing my smoking technique. Had got some hickory wood chips. Yeah. You know, made like a nice smoke, then just smoked it low and then got the flame cranked up and cooked it. That shit was pretty good, actually. You got you got a smoker back? You got a smoker? No, nah, I just got a grill. Grill, just a grill. You know? Yeah, but I mean, it don't. I ain't trying to smoke some shit no longer than an hour. You oh, know? all right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like in like with them hickory chips and shit. That shit was pretty. I could taste the smoke in it real good. Like I could totally taste the difference on from the last time I grilled. Cause I usually just use charcoal, but with that hickory with them hickory chips. It took that shit to another level. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Nah, bro, you, you you must know what you're doing, dog. You out there with a pan. Only I be watching them cookie shows, and the only people that know what they're doing got a pan over a grill. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You got a nice, nice cast iron. It's nothing like a nice, nice cast iron skillet, dog. Yeah, man, nice skillet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get hot, though, boy. Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> what well, hell, yeah. Dog, but, uh, Man, what, what's the what, what's the best coast, dog? What's the best coast in Florida? You'd have been on every all, all the coasts in Florida. To what's me, the best one? To me, man, the best coast is the Lost Coast. You know, up here, North Florida. You know, West. I would say like West Florida. Destin is beautiful. Yeah, um, I've only I've only really I've only really drove through Destin, you know, and it's just like the vibe. It's just real chill, real nice. And, you know, um, St. George Island, beautiful place. 30, 30A Beach, beautiful place. So, yeah, the, the, the Lost Coast, man. And yeah, tell people about the scenic routes, man. Might take a yep, nice little day out, take the scenic route. Yeah, man, nice little day out, you know, polish the rims up. You ain't, you ain't necessarily got to go the main route. You could take the scenic route. You know, you're going to see some nice things on the scenic route. You might see a deer to the right grazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you might see some nice water. The, the scenic route is where is really where you see what Florida is, really, though. Like, like I was saying, we was talking off air. I was saying, I go through 27, and you see them, them, country, them country towns, Mayo, yeah. 
and, and, and you know all them little cities like that and so you see like the the real real florida really you do you see the hills you know especially up here you, you see the florida <laughs> you see that country florida and i like that shit because a lot of people just assumes florida is like you know tourist disney world miami but it's real chill up here it's, it's nice it's beautiful actually See, Highway 98, dog, that little, it, it's crazy, them curves that you be hitting going on that road, uh, riding the scenic, the scenic highway, and it's like, the, you you don't realize that's the coast of Florida that you see on, like, the map, how Florida be rigged and be curvy, you really be okay. driving on, dog, so that, that's okay. gonna be crazy, if you really think about yeah. it. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, like, when you... Talking about like out there when you riding like past Panacea, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. They do be having some like windy roads on the yeah. coast, and, and it don't, yeah. and it don't be no rails or nothing. It's just rock, big rocks, and the waves be mm-hmm. splashing. That shit be beautiful though, dog. But you you just know, dog. If if a, out of nowhere a, a, a earthquake happen, you know that shit's gonna get rocky real quick, <laughs> man. Real real quick. Yeah, real dog. Quick. Man, uh, but man, let the people know about your, your writing process, man. So, when you you like to be in the studio writing, or like, uh, how, what's the process when you write? Um, when I write, man, shit, I love to be somewhere fly. I like to be right here, real talk. My writing process, I gotta live it. You know, I gotta, I gotta go out and do my thing, and then I'm gonna just see it. You know. And I'm going to just write it down. I want y'all to really damn near, man, damn near smell what the fuck I smell. You know, taste the weed I'm smoking, feel the breeze that's blowing, you know, all that. And um, I really have to soak it all in. I really, I really write in the studio. Now, I have, you know, I will. But when it's like really just my stuff, it's like I got to sit down, live it, see it, damn even talk about it, you know what I'm saying? And then just write it down so I can tell y'all. Some of your stuff, can you pinpoint like which day it was? Like say like, oh, that was Tuesday. I, I remember that day. That was Tuesday, March 3rd. I felt like that, like some of your your, your songs. Yeah. Damn near all of them. It's it's a it's a feeling, man. It's 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 not like oh shit that beat hard. It's like damn that beat compliment the day. Like I could tell you like how the fucking lemonade tastes while this baseline, you know, banging. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how it is. So a lot of times. When I hear my music, especially like when the intro of the song come on, I'm just I'm I'm taking back to that time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I love I love that. Yeah, so like you 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 said you take your time with it. Um do you so you, you usually be in you usually don't be in and out. You like to sit there and just just make sure the, the vibe check right, then just nah, get- it, it really just depends. You know, sometimes it's in and out. Y'all, y'all know, like, you know, well, you know, you vibe to my music. I'm, I'm, I do a lot of one verses, you know, slight hook. Because a lot of times I feel like, well, shit, that's all I need to say. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then sometimes, like, when I'm really creating something, when something's, like, really, really, really speaking to me, you know, it might take me a few days. It might take me a few hours, you know? Really just sit on it and perfect it. Because at the end of the day, like, I want everything to sound like how me and you talking. You know, it's going to be a conversation. Got you, dog. I got you, man. The beat selection, dog. How you, how you get your beats? How you find your beats and choose your beats? Shit. Like, I know a lot of producers. A lot of producers. And one thing about them boys, I appreciate they keep you on that subscription list. You know what I'm saying? They shoot your packs every week, every day. You know, if you're tired of hearing them, you can go, you know, the other homies channel and check it out. You know, but I got so many producer homies, they just stay sending me shit. And like, like I said, I'm always with Rome. So anytime he around, he gonna open up his laptop. You know, that might be two, three beats, you know what I'm saying? But one thing about the beats is like, if I hear them too much, I'm just not with it no more. Like for me to, for me to sit down and write or to create the one that gotta really speak to me. So you can't you can't sit there and hear the beat over and over and over and over and over. Nah, like if I'm not, like I know that sounds weird, but if I'm not, if I'm not coming up with something by like the fifteenth time I heard the beat or something, I'm tired of hearing it. You know, it might sound hard and it might be a cool beat, but maybe that's not the one I need to be working on right now. You know what I'm saying? Got you. That's and then that's another thing. That's another another thing. You might, you know, buy a few beats and use one beat, do that three times, and then you have so many beats in the vault and go back and listen to other beats and then be like, okay, I'm fucking with this now. Got you. So, like, do you find, because I know you, you be killing them old beats, bro. You find it easier, like, smashing the old beats or, or getting a new one? Um... It just really depends on the vibe I'm on and, like, what I want to talk about. You know, some of them old samples be sliding, but then some of the new ones, like, you know, them shits be hitting. Like, my project right now, it's a lot of it's a lot of originals on there, you know, a lot of, a lot of new stuff, and that shit is slapping. I got you, though. You, you, you used to, you grew up on the old school music? Yeah, I would say. My mom, like, you know, she she liked music. A lot of, a lot of Mary J. Blige, a lot of Aretha Franklin. 96.1? Shit, 96.1 and the tape, the tape cassettes, but Yeah, on 96.1 on Sundays with Joe Bullock. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then the late nights, hey, what they say, the, the quiet storm. The quiet storm, though. I was telling, <laughs> me and my, I was telling my wife the other day, uh, I used to, man, I used to, man, I was telling you, man, people would think I just came up with just starting doing podcasts, but like radio being my, and like I wanted to be on Sports Center, like Stuart Scott and like broadcasting, dog. So I used to listen to um, like music a lot heavy, but dog, uh, them, you was talking about them cassette tapes, man. I used to, before CDs, like, you know, we really, when we was jits, we couldn't really be on the, the computer and stuff like that. So I used to wait for the top eight. And sit there and record the top eight and just had that okay. on the cassette tape. 
and just be playing that bit over and over and over, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was I was thinking about you was talking about uh the, the quiet storm. Uh, I don't know if you remember Walt Baby Love used to come on right before the quiet storm and do like the top eight in America, like the top 10 in America. And so I used to sit there and record that bit. So I have an old school tape and a new school uh, tape okay. every week, dog. Like a new fresh one, dog. But yeah, man, that's growing up, and that, that's why I like your music too, because you you know how some people can use them 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 old school beats and, and mess them up. Yeah. But you you get on that bit and uh you still got that old school vibe just just the vibe with it playing on it play on it man uh that, that's perfect bro those of y'all don't know one wheel got perfect Florida music man it's perfect <laughs> it, it it matched the state bro like like seeing them scenic routes you could cut that bit on and ride them scenic routes man just yes, roll sir. through them scenic routes dog but so when you like you choose when you when you get on the track right and the track list that you when you go in and you come in with a track list, like how, how you try to organize that track list? Because this is something I've been trying to, I always want to figure out how, what's the process of artists picking out the track list? Like your, your new tape that you got coming out soon. Or like, what was the process of picking that track list? Well, basically, um, it's cool that you asked because we about to do that. But um, like you said, it's cool to have like a good team with you and shit because I basically like, send them the files, let them vibe to it, you know, throughout their week or however long they got them. And they already know what time it is. Like when I send them the files, I might send them like, you know, let's just say I, I might I might send like 10 tracks and then they vibe into it for a week. And then I just let, let them know, like, you know, send me, send me your six, you know, in the order you like of the songs you like, you know, I'm getting different, you know, different versions. I, of course, have my version. You know, that's the last say-so. But I'm very open to what my team thinks because everybody is so different, but we kind of all the same. And their input is very important to me because they've been here since I was, like I said, rapping in the hallways. And we'll all get up, roll up a bunch, and then we'll pick, like you know, the one that all of us agree on. And then I sit on that for however long. And then I come up with the final cut out of the one we all agree on. And that's it's been like that since I can remember. And there's how many how many tracks you try to shoot to be on the tape? However many I want to be on it, however many I feel like we does the project justice. See, there might be four tracks, might be 10 tracks. When um I found out. You know, there's really no, there's really no like certain amount of number you have to do. I was like, damn, so I, you know, I'm doing this my way. So let me continue to do how I want to do it. But I like to give people a nice vibe, you know, something that they could really vibe to. Like, you know, you might be, you might be driving to the mall. You might be fly. So I want, I want to make something to win. Like you first hop in the car yeah. and you vibe, vibe into no skips. You know, to your destination, or maybe nice little a little twenty-minute, little twenty-minute yeah, track. Yeah, you know, something to get you in your vibes so when you at your destination. You know, you feeling like me? You fly. You know, your pink is up. You might be at Chick Fil A getting eliminated, and your pink is up because you were just listening to my shit. You handle your business. You back in the car. You still vibing, and you cut that bit back on. So you know, just just I, I like to make a vibe. I don't like to make nothing too long. I don't like to make nothing too short. 
just like to, you know, give you what you need to have, keep it, keep it moving. Hey, you, you think uh, that that was the, that was because uh, a lot of artists going um, independent now, right? And they're not having all these major labels because they could, they realize they could do it on their own. You think that kind of changed that where the major art and the major labels were saying, you need 12 on here, you need 14. But now, now they like, nah, man, all you need really need is 10 or six good ones. I just feel like when people realize that, like, you know, my true support is going to like what I put out, whether it's super long or super short, I felt like people started doing it. When you don't have somebody constantly like controlling what you do, you're going to do what you want to do. And I honestly feel like that brought that out, you know that that put a whole game changer on it because i mean you got people dropping two track eps just showing you what they made in the studio last night and that's and you know people fucking with that it's cool like it actually i feel like makes the fans like feel like oh he talking to me or this is just for me it's like they're willing to give me something this like you know this personal i, I don't know man I, that shit's just cool man Everybody that's independent, just keep keep doing you, keep doing what you want to do. Yeah, dog. So we just getting, we're getting, uh, wrap this up, wrapping it up, man. Great episode, dog. We just saw the Grammys a couple weeks ago, man. Like, is is the Grammys something that you strive for? Nah, not at all. You know. Sure. A lot of a lot of our influence ain't really got Grammy, so it don't even make me no never mind with it. Nah, man, it ain't it ain't nah. It really don't, you know. I don't it, that shit really don't mean nothing. I, I'm not I'm not saying you know it's not an honor and it's not cool, but that's not that's not what I'm focused on. You know, like that that Grammy stuff is not what I'm focused on. And obviously, you know, it's a bunch of shenanigans happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, man. They need to bring the Source Awards back. Uh, that's what they need to bring. Bring back, nah, bro. Man. Yeah, that was a time. I used to watch that when I was little. Like, that shit looked like a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it might be a little It might be a little dangerous now, though. You think it'd be more dangerous <laughs> now than it was back <laughs> <But> then? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, that should be dangerous now. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't dangerous then, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I like to, I like to say, um, back, like all the stuff that you know back then, you it might have been some rappers that wasn't really like they was just rapping, they was rapping what they saw, but now it's like these some of these kids then said, well, all right, you was rapping what they saw, but I'm a, I'm gonna do what I'm, I'm gonna do this shit for real. Then I'm gonna go out here and rap it. So. Yeah, I can see where it, it might be a little bit more dangerous now. Nah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another reason, bro. I, I fuck with your music, dog, because that's a whole nother tip, dog. He, he ain't none of his tracks and like that, dog. And that that's that that that's what makes it so beautiful, man. The music's so beautiful, dog. But man, uh one will dog. I want to say tell you appreciate you once again, man. Let them know where they can find you at, dog. Um, let them know about your new tape. Um, we got a release date, any new shows you got, and the merch, man. We're talking about the merch, dog. This, man, it's one you you got to post that bit just one time, bro. Just, just you just gotta post that bit one time, bro. That package is so unique, dog. 
Oh yeah, man. First from Florida, um, Pat, man. Yeah, man. I got, I got, I got a few things coming. Um, project coming. You know, just got the artwork a couple of days ago. When I tell y'all that shit fly, that shit's fly. I ain't gonna drop the name yet, but just know it's seeing know you dig. And um, got a show coming up, Orlando, Florida, at the Kush House. Kush Fest going on April 23rd. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be smoked out. Definitely going to do our thing. This is like probably the first show I've done in maybe like six, seven months. So I'm very excited. It's going to be a lot, a lot of Florida in the house, a lot of weed in the house. And um, you can definitely find me everywhere at one.will. You know, that's one will. Make sure you put that dot. Very important. I'm talking about I'm on Twitter, Instagram farmersmeet.com myspace all that shit you know what i'm saying and you know seeing no cool individuals only you did yeah yeah man that concludes another great episode uh well, what song you want us in this in the side with man hey man i'm feeling really exquisite man we're gonna end it out with exquisite you know what i'm saying the vibes exquisite the smoke exquisite one Sir. Yeah, man, let me get a glass of water, please. How you pronounce this? How you say that? Yeah, let me get an order that, too. <laughs> I'm laughing, man, because this shit is exquisite. Man, I ain't used to this smoke. shit. I can always exquisite. do this, man. The wine, exquisite. The dish, exquisite. I ain't know the we grind while we exquisite. get it. Who know the grind would be wine. exquisite? But I'm handling business If the mood's beneficial Then it might pique my interest What I wrote is so exquisite Nah, you cannot hit this It compliments how I'm living The white tee photogenic I've been getting Them small numbers turning to big ones I'm so close to my goal This fiscal A prime example of staying true to yourself And never switching, dawg That's how I kick it And it's so exquisite Please don't let them tell you different Yeah, man Keep going, man. Keep going, Just keep man. doing what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Don't let them niggas tell you nothing different. Cause that shit is squizzed away there, man. Pick us up when you sip that shit. One. And strengthen that every day is exquisite. Yeah, man, I could do a chef kiss after that shit, man. Young food critic in this bitch. Shit, for some reason, man, that verse is complimenting this man.
Seeing no.